Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Just before we share today's episode, I want to ask you to sign up to the Let's Talk Loyalty email newsletter. Our email newsletter is by far the best way for us to keep you up to date with all of the latest incredible loyalty stories we're sharing each week. It's also the easiest place for you to find our show notes with links to everything mentioned in all of the episodes. You can sign up at letstalkloyalty.com. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Loyalty and Loyalty TV, featuring another iconic brand, MGM Resorts. Driving customer loyalty in such a competitive and varied industry has always been hugely fascinating to me. So today you'll hear the story of how MGM Resorts relaunched, rebranded and repositioned their original loyalty program in order to meet a dramatically changing profile of visitors to Las Vegas. My guests are Anil Mansukani, Vice President Loyalty Marketing, and Beck Sunquist, the Vice President of Product Management, both at MGM Resorts International. I hope you enjoy our conversation. So, Beck and Anil, welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty and Loyalty TV. Thanks for having Thank us, you. Paul. Great to be here. Great, great. It's always a huge thrill for me when we have a brand like MGM Resorts uh, featured on the show. I feel like we're really achieving things that uh, you're sharing your time and your story of MGM Rewards with our audience. So thank you for being here. I know you've been on an incredible journey in the last couple of years. So we're here to hear your insights uh, in terms of what you've built, why you've built it that way. And so we can all learn from your incredible business. And uh, yes, the whole casino sector to me is a very exciting one. So let's get straight into it um, with our favorite opening question. And Anil, I'm going to come to you first as the loyalty program manager. So I'm sure you pay a lot of attention to loyalty programs in your own life. So kick us off by telling our audience what is your personal favorite loyalty program? That's a tough one. I I, um, was given a lot of thought to this and uh, I think I've spent a lot of time over the last three years uh, flying on Southwest Airlines uh, back and forth to Las Vegas because I, I live in Los Angeles and spend a fair amount of time in Las Vegas. And so I've gotten to really know uh, the Southwest Airlines program and I've just been really impressed. Um, full disclosure, they are a partner of ours, but uh, regardless, okay. um, very much um, impressed with how they've really evolved uh, the, the whole customer experience, the mobile app and and really yeah. um, always looking out for uh, how to improve the program, uh, the member yeah. experience, the uh, member benefits as well, making it really flexible to self-service for changes that you know their their uh, customers inevitably make. So uh, yeah. I've really been impressed by them, their journey. 
Great, great. A good example, Anil, I think, because yes, loyalty is not just a program. It is, of course, the whole brand. And I've heard so much wonderful things about Southwest over the years. Never as yet had a chance to fly with them. In fact, I haven't even been in the US for a very long time. So I'll try and figure that out at some point quite soon. And I would love to fly with Southwest. And again, shout out, I always do. Uh, if somebody answers with the brand we haven't had on the show, if they ever want to come on to Loyalty TV, we'd love to hear from them. So, um, so that's a great one. So, Beck, from your side, uh, tell us what would you say is your favorite loyalty program? Well, you're not going to believe this, Paula, but I'm also going to pick a partner and one that you've hopefully heard of, uh, Marriott Bonvoy. Uh -huh. So, I'm I'm a uh, longtime uh, customer of both Marriott and uh, SPG, and when they merged, it was incredibly convenient for me yes. uh, to merge those two loyalty accounts. Yeah. So. Um, and since then, they've kind of really handled that transition well and made me as a customer happy who was very nervous about it. And then yeah. the where they've taken it since then has been um, fantastic for me as a as a personal consumer of it. So amazing. Um, I'm, and my favorite is the lifetime status because I've actually been able to achieve lifetime gold and hoping to get to that next level uh, in the next few years. So. Absolutely. And I will say, certainly in this market, Beck, uh, Marriott are doing an extraordinary job with the, the Bonvoy program as well. I only joined quite recently and I'm already a gold member, so I'm very impressed uh, with how that's been managed. It's been beautifully done. And I was laughing, actually, because um, my husband took out one of their credit cards again here in the UAE. And I have been literally supervising his spending to make sure he reaches the, the spending limits so that we get the, the, the hotel nights in. In, in a Marriott property uh, because they have some amazing uh, brands, as you well know. So, of course, uh, also Marriott, we, we would love to have on the show at some point. So uh, great example. And thanks for sharing that. And looking forward to hearing more about that partnership as we go through today's conversation. So let's get into uh, your, uh, I suppose, loyalty backgrounds. Anil, first and foremost, you are leading the MGM Rewards program. So would you tell us a bit about how you got to uh, that role, first and foremost? Um, and then, yeah, just a bit about MGM Resorts overall as a brand. Sure, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely been a uh, long and sometimes windy road uh, to get to, to where we are today. But uh, started out in um, the credit card industry, uh, working for Discover Card, um, really focused on, they're really a pioneer of, at least in the credit card space, around cash back uh, for card members. And so one of the earlier adopters or innovators around um, customer loyalty in, in the credit card space. And so really got great exposure to um, how they thought about loyalty and how they thought about different sl you know, slivers of cash back bonus. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's for the core product or I even uh, had the, the good fortune of being able to sort of design different products around the loyalty structure, uh, whether it was specifically targeted for uh, travel enthusiasts or whether it was targeted towards small business owners um, or college students, et cetera. And so really got to play around uh, with different sort of permutations and combinations of, of loyalty. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that journey sort of evolved and kind of migrated into the technology space working for uh, a startup division within Qualcomm where we were delivering live television to people's wow. mobile devices, which in 2024 yeah. is not really considered a, an innovation, but in 2007, it was uh, quite innovative. Uh, yes. So we were very much ahead of our time in, in selling live subscription television. 
mm-hmm. and on, on your mobile device. And so I was uh, responsible for CRM and one of my roles there. And so again, how do you drive acquisition? How do you drive uh, customer engagement and retention? Mm-hmm. Uh, very much part of uh, the key to that role. And then uh, sort of, again, sort of did another pivot and moved into the hospitality industry and worked in the cruise industry for about eight years uh, nice. for a variety of brands within the Carnival uh, Corporation family um, mm. and spent a, a good chunk of my time there really um, obviously focused on um, revenue and, and marketing, but also on uh, a real emphasis on guest experience where we sort of built mm. out a new innovative uh, platform around guest experience where you, you would have a wearable as you go uh, across your cruise journey and it would do a lot of things for you. It would be effectively like Uber Eats and Google Maps and Nice. Uh, Netflix to some yeah. extent. So cool. uh, really focused on the, on the customer being the center of that journey. And then uh, mo- most recently, yeah. last three years have been uh, leading the loyalty program for MGM. And so, yeah, very uh, excited about what we've done these past three years and, uh, you know, look forward to telling you more about the launch of MGM Rewards and everything that we've done uh, on the partnership front, et cetera. So. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be dying to get into the uh, the story and how it's evolved um, because I feel like certainly three years is a very interesting point um, in many loyalty managers journeys in terms of like, you know, new energy, new propositions and evolving it because there is, I think, a natural maturity that comes through, which I think is exactly yep. what you've been working on in terms of evolving it to the next phase of MGM Resort. So really keen to hear that jo- uh, journey and backstory now. Uh, as as we go through the conversation. So Beck, give us a bit about your background and how did you end up in MGM? Yeah, um, so I've been, I started working at Best Buy around the time when everyone said that Amazon was going to uh, destroy it. So <laughs> yeah, being able yeah. to see a successful digital transformation has cool. been yeah. uh, very formative in how I've approached the rest of my career. So uh, then being a consultant, uh, primarily working with Walgreens as my client, who has one of the biggest loyalty programs in terms of uh, yeah. breadth, um, but yeah. getting the depth there is something that uh, they had a lot of focus on. Okay. And then going to Volvo that had no loyalty program. Okay. Uh, and my roles were in product management, primarily in e-commerce. Uh, so I ended up at Volvo owning global subscriptions. Um, as well as all online car sales. So Volvo, the Norwegian car brand, is it? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I would spend two weeks in Sweden and two weeks in California and fly back and forth and be gentle. As you can imagine, I (laughs) racked up a lot of loyalty points doing (laughs) these things. Yes, my um, father drives a Volvo, so I'm very. Um, I feel very good good about that brand. But yes, I hadn't really thought about it as an e-commerce brand. I tried to get them to do a credit card, actually, because I knew okay. how valuable that could be. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so far, not yet. Maybe. Okay. Um, maybe in the future. Um, yeah. But then came to MGM with uh, quite a few leaders from Volvo. Okay. And uh, I have owned a lot of different uh, technology products across um, mm. across MGM. So uh, when we reopened after COVID, uh, yeah was primarily running mobile check-in, mm. running our e-commerce, uh, mm. and then right around the time Anil joined, mm. uh, I was asked to help with the relaunch of MGM Rewards as yeah. from the technology perspective. So amazing. Um, Anil and okay. I have been kind of working together almost yeah. from the start of Anil's yeah. tenure. And um, yeah, okay. it's been a great partnership from there. 
Amazing, amazing. Yeah, no, honestly, I know you've been through uh, doing so much evolution and that's really what I think, again, a lot of programs are, are keen to do. So to, to hear your story coming through the other side and a successful, you know, technology transition is, is wonderful news for all of us, of course. So so let's hear a bit about the proposition, actually, uh, Anil, just if you don't mind from your perspective. Um, I don't know the, the breadth of the, the MGM Resorts uh, portfolio um, or, or particularly, I guess, in terms of what loyalty was and is meant to do. Um, so if you wouldn't mind just talking us through the history a little bit as context. Yeah, and just maybe just for a little bit of context for some of your viewers that may not be uh, as familiar with the MGM brand, I mean, we are definitely one of the world uh, world's leaders in gaming and entertainment. Yeah. Um, so in the, in the United States, we have over 20 properties. Uh, we also have a few properties in China. Uh -huh. uh, we have a development project in Japan, and uh, okay. we have another development project in, in your backyard, actually, in Dubai. Yes. So yes. Uh, really extending our global reach of uh, what we do well, which is gaming and entertainment. And so yeah. uh, that's sort of the context for the company. And then in mm. terms of where we came from, we we previously had a loyalty program that was called MLife. And okay. MLife, uh, as you may or may not have, uh, be familiar with, was largely a slot players program. So we, again, being a very gaming centric company, mm. uh, really zeroed in some of our core customers, which are our, our slot customers. And the program was very much designed for that, that core customer. Okay. Um, I think as you may or may not be familiar with what's happened in the Las Vegas market in particular over the last, you know, 15, yeah. 20 years, it's always, always changing. And I think one of the big changes or several of the big changes that have taken place um, is a real investment by the company in culinary experiences. So we've done a lot of partnerships with celebrity chefs. Um, mm. We've really, obviously, we've always been known as a leader in entertainment. So we host some of the, the biggest names in, in the music industry yeah. um, at all of our properties and many of our mm. properties. Uh, and then the one that's been sort of a more recent um, transition or change in the market is Las Vegas has really become quite uh, quite well known for its um interest in sports. And so we've wow. uh, yeah. adopted, or I should say we, we grew uh, the sports sport market from uh, having the Las Vegas Golden Knights. So an, an expansion NHL team that came here, uh, yeah. we, we sort of um, benefited from uh, the, the, the Raiders moving from Oakland to uh, Las Vegas. And so now we have Las Vegas race. So we have an NFL relationship. Mm. And then more recently uh, the Oakland A's announced that they're going to be moving there. Uh, their team to Las Vegas as well. And so, yeah. uh, you know, just professional sports are obviously now going to be or have been um, sort of really key for the market. And yeah. then, you know, we we just came off of in November, um, a huge event uh, where we held uh, Formula One racing uh, all over wow. the Las Vegas Strip and around the this, this Strip. And so that was a huge event for us. Wow. Um, you know, yeah. that obviously got global attention. And then uh, yeah. coming up next week, uh, we're going to be hosting the Super Bowl, so uh, just wow. you know, huge citywide <laughs> events, yes. uh, partnerships, and so we our our content and programming calendar is very very full. Yes. And so, getting back to the story of the market has changed, and the type of customer that comes to us is yes. quite different than it was maybe twenty years ago. While we still obviously have a very core gaming customer at the at the heart of what we do, but yeah. we've really tried to um, change the program a little bit to attract more of that high value non-gaming customer that comes to town for the weekend to watch their favorite mm. await their team, their home team from in, in football or in hockey, or they're just a, a fan of, of formula one. Um, yeah. So 
we've really, uh, again, leaned into sports very heavily um, over the last several years. Mm. Um, and, and that's really reflected in what we were trying to accomplish with the program. And so, yeah, I think there were there were sort of four main pillars to uh, mm. the change in the program. And so one was the branding of the program itself. As okay. uh, you can see behind Beck and I, you know, we're no longer uh, referred to as MLife. We've, we've oh, uh, yeah. changed it to MGM Rewards to more yeah. closely align the brand with the loyalty program. So mm. uh, we've seen some definite increases in awareness as a result of, of that branding change. Mm. Uh, but that that was a massive effort in terms of like every piece of collateral, every signage, yeah. every piece of yeah. media that we create to now yeah. promote MGM Rewards as the centerpiece of our consumer-facing brand. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the big changes. The other big changes, and, and a lot of these changes, uh, just to get into it, were very much grounded um, in customer feedback. And we we went out and okay. surveyed our customers and asked, you know, what what do you want out of a, a new program? And yeah. so a lot of the feedback they got, and we tried to understand what were some of those pain points. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they wanted greater access, they wanted greater recognition, they wanted mm-hmm. better benefits. Yeah. And so that's that's what we really sought out to deliver was um, delivering on all on each of those different fronts. And so. Uh, mm. We wanted to understand or better understand our those, those high value not gaming customers and, and quite frankly even some of our um, high value gaming customers just to really get to know them better and so um, yeah. adopted uh, a, a number of different things so we created mm. uh, more ways to earn in the program so for instance yeah. in the Las Vegas market if you were a table games player so if you were a blackjack player if you're a yeah. craps player um, there wasn't a financial incentive or um, you know to, for you to really participate I mean. We obviously, if you're if you're a really high end player, we we end up you know providing you with hosts, et cetera. But um, in terms of the program perspective for that, maybe the maybe lower level player, um, you know, to have some benefit um, mm. in, for their table games play. Um, mm. And then we really wanted to reward people that were you know cash paying customers for their hotel rooms, their food and beverage spend, their spa spend. You know, we have these massive sprawling resorts that have a lot of um, different ways to engage with us, okay. and so. We wanted to increase, um, you know, the opportunities to earn um, as part of the program. Yeah. And then, you know, one of the last things we did was really just around um, adding new benefits uh, to the to the program. And so Mm. we we introduced a lot of what we're calling marquee benefits. So we we did things like we waived resort fees because that was one of the pain points that we heard from our customers for um, our higher elite customers, Gold Plus. Um, We also introduced an air travel credit where people. Um, if they met certain tier thresholds, we would effectively reimburse them for their trip to, to Las Vegas. Wow. Um, and then we also nice. provided a dining credit. So as people yeah. achieve different tier thresholds, um, yeah. you know, they would, they would benefit from, you know, celebrating their, you know, recognizing them in terms mm. of the recognition and, um, wow. and, and we'd give them um, a dining credit at one of our uh, amazing, you know, dining establishments. So, uh, yeah. Really, really leaned into what we heard from customers. Tried to yeah. deliver uh, all of these great experiences, um, and then the other piece, which you know, Beck will probably talk a bit more about our partnership with Loyalty Methods and what we did with yeah. um, the, the the replatforming part of the transition. So that was totally. another sort of phase two of of the journey um, that, yeah. that we really spent a lot of time partnering together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let let Beck talk a little bit about that. 
Uh, absolutely, yeah. And I'll just pick up on a couple of things, Anil. Thank you for sure. all of that context, both um, you know, from a corporate perspective, the consumer journey, and I suppose the evolution of the destination. And you alluded to the fact, actually, and it might be news to a lot of people, but certainly you, you, the UAE is specifically um, developing um, the, the capabilities for brands like MGM Resorts. And I did see in the news that uh, you guys are hoping to get a license. So there's a wonderful emirate uh, just north of Dubai called Ras Al Khaimah. And that's where all of the, the resorts, the gaming resorts are going to be uh, located. So there's great excitement in this part of the world about MGM coming to town. And even I was just thinking one of the um, extended members of our team has a background as a croupier. So if you need extra staff, <laughs> we might be able to help you out there. Um, so that's just that piece well, as well. We'll I have to do another session of these uh, on, our, on our property when we launch in a few years. Totally, totally. It may, it may be a few years. But. It, yeah, for sure. But the other thing thing genuinely Anil is just as a destination actually I saw a presentation from Visit Dubai yesterday um, and that's of course you know given you know the profile that this city has you know my sense is and, and, and I'm sure this is just a global um, compliment is I believe a lot of the inspiration for what Dubai has created has probably come from Vegas you know we've seen the Bellagio and you know the incredible fountains and the experience that people have you know and they can be entertained as you've said in so many ways. So um, so I do think Dubai is really, you know, looking globally, but I really feel they look to, to Vegas for inspiration, whether it's the sport piece or the gastronomy. So yeah, lots in common. And please, God, you guys will get to visit us here soon at some stage. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, totally yeah. Great. yeah. I'll, I'll book my ticket today. Okay, we're there. ready and waiting. We're ready and waiting. <laughs> and actually, I'll give a plug out to our other partners because we are a media partner for Loyalty Connect. So if anybody is interested in coming to Dubai, there is a huge Loyalty Conference uh, expecting about 3,000 delegates um, at the end of April. So anybody who hasn't looked up Loyalty Connect, maybe you guys can also come visit. So we'll give them a bit of a, a shout out as well, just because, I mean, why not? <laughs> Any opportunity to support each other. So, Beck, coming to you, that is an extraordinary proposition that Anil just outlined in terms of the, the breadth of what has been done. So a rebrand, um, you know, uh, like absolutely, I don't know how many different areas of the business moving from just the gaming piece, as Anil said, across dining, across experiences and spas. So it sounds incredibly complicated. So will you tell us what was the, the journey like from a pure replatforming perspective? Because I know you did have a legacy technology, which I think was in-house. Uh, probably doesn't really matter. But again, we're we're all friends with uh, with the guys in Loyalty Methods. And Emil was on uh, the show recently, and he did say that the project and partnership with you guys was one of his proudest uh, recent achievements. So tell us from your perspective how the whole uh, process went. Yeah. So uh, if you listen to Neil you know, as I was back in middle of 2021, it's like, okay, so how do we make all this happen? Yeah. Right. And MGM yeah. has been trying to do some of these things on and off in pieces the entire time. And one of the yeah. comments I heard from our CIO at the time is, well, if this was so easy, we would have done it 10 years ago. Right. Because <laughs> they, that's yes. when these trends start to <laughs> Sounds emerge. easy. Yeah. 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 So the first most important like cornerstone for this was finding the right partner and um, loyalty methods emerged from a lot of uh, partners that 
um, I had heard of, and Loyalty Methods was the new uh, name for me. And okay. we're very lucky to have met them. Uh, it mm. sounds like Emil is a friend of the show. He's also yes. a friend of MGM. So okay. yeah. good. I'd like oh, to think it's a friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, so looking into it, right when we started, a lot of these systems were actually gaming regulated because, as Emil said, yes. uh, it was primarily focused towards a slot customer. So one of the key things that we were able to do with our architecture and engineering team, as well as our kind of uh, government relations, uh, gaming regulations teams, is separate the loyalty system that is okay. run by, uh, that that's the product from loyalty methods yeah. from the gaming regulated system, which oh. runs our, which runs cool. our, um, yeah. our whole gaming program and our theoretical and uh, all these all these other gaming terms that uh, your audience might not be familiar with, but yeah, um, but that was the core unlock that allowed us to then start to treat non-gaming spend and loyalty towards that, and okay. integrate it with the gaming spend. Um, mm. But then, additionally, anything gaming regulated in the U.S. has multiple different jurisdictions that need to approve any changes. So yeah. by being outside of that with our loyalty program and mm. keeping the gaming stuff within that regulation as it should be yeah we're able to make changes a lot more quickly than the companies that are relying only on a gaming regulated uh, okay yeah system. so doing that uh and then also um mm. separating and kind of deferring some of mm. the risks so obviously there's the marketing aspect of mgm rewards mm. but doing the system transition is actually a big almost accounting uh yeah. Um, project. So making sure all the transactions came across, making sure um, that we validated that, getting all the reporting set up at the back end are all things that we had to think about as we're trying to make what mm. now is a great experience for the customers happen. Yeah. It's, you know, a lot of the guts of the systems of MGM that haven't been looked at for a very long time and making yeah. sure that we can uh, yeah. go and question every decision down the down the mm. line that had been made and mm. make the changes and do the hard work to to make this stuff work the way mm. that we want it to. Okay. So three years in, the program's live. You guys are are working super closely together. How's it all going? I mean, I, I would like to say it's going great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to And both we're starting to build on Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think we're we're starting to build on some of the success that yeah. um, that we're seeing and some of the customer feedback. But um, yeah. from a technology perspective, we're getting into a very exciting phase where we're hitting the inflection point of a lot of the basic stuff is done, a lot of it's working well. How yeah. can we do some of the fun stuff that delight that yeah. delights our customers and and yeah. really starts to differentiate us? But that's yeah. on the technology and user experience side. Of course. But I think you said to me the last time, Beck, that you have managed to make it much more of an omni-channel experience, which given the diversity of the channels and, you know, whether it's online or offline, you do have, uh, you have had a lot to think about. So exciting that that's all ready now for the next phase of growth. We're, we're certainly working on it. Uh, and yeah. we not only have omni-channel, digital, yeah. and how can we get the digital to interact with the physical, of but course. then we also have other brands like BetMGM uh, okay. that yeah. are running on the same loyalty platform. Mm. So how can we get those customers who are primarily interested in online yeah. gaming yeah. to um, 
become MGM customers and make it make the most sense and have us be the most attractive destination for them coming to Vegas and vice versa. How can we use our uh, loyalty Mm. program to drive growth of the Mm. MGM brand with all our kind of established database? So that's also one of the interesting challenges that we're working on uh, this year and and, uh, into the future. Of course, of course. And Anil, from your perspective, I think there are some numbers that are in the public domain. So anything you can share in terms of, you know, how far you've come? Yeah, I think so. Yesterday, we, in fact, celebrated our second birthday of MGM Rewards. So the first year that I sort of came on um, was largely around getting the program launched. And so all of yeah. all of the setup and all of the incredible yeah. collaboration that had to take place across a number of different functions mm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, two years in, I would, I would echo a lot of what Beck said around, we've done a really nice job, I think, in building the foundation, uh, the foundational mm. layer of what we want the program to be. And then we're mm. now sort of at a, at a phase where we're turning the corner a little bit and getting into more of the gamification and personalization capabilities that um, yeah. the loyalty methods platform unlocks. And then we're building in-house capabilities as well. Yeah. Uh, data science teams to help really understand our customers in a, at a deeper level so that we can, again, more more seamlessly um, communicate and personalize the experience. And so, um, you know, I think between the combination of what Beck was just referring to in terms of our uh, mm. MGM joint venture, as well as a lot of what we're doing um, on the MGM side, mm. you know, we've seen nice growth in enrollments. Um, we've seen nice growth in overall the database yeah. size. We've grown by several million Wow. Uh, members and so I think that that those in some cases those are you know I we sometimes will call them you know sort of vanity numbers but I think what we really tend to yeah. focus on is like what's the member satisfaction what's the NPS of our guests and yes. those numbers have definitely moved um, moved in the right direction moved north and Brilliant. so I think yeah. we we really and, and you know the journey is obviously ongoing and so we're we're constantly listening for what members are telling us about the program and how do we make tweaks here and there? We know we didn't, you know, get it right, exactly right the first time. And so we're we're now at that phase where like, Hey, maybe we should rethink this. Maybe there's an opportunity to reduce friction Mm. in the customer experience. And so, um, Mm. but overall, I think, you know, we're, we're pleased with the results, but um, there's still a lot of work to to be done in terms of uh, really making the customer experience more seamless. And that's really the next phase that we're really entering. Totally. Yeah. And, and certainly everybody has, you know, the, the, the clear laser focus on personalization, as you've said. Um, but I, I do know, you know, from, from all of us, it's, it's always, well, first of all, an ongoing journey. The job will never be done in terms of doing it better. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really important thing that just, you know, consumers expect now because they know that, um, you know, everybody's focused on their business, their data and the opportunity to, to really build relationships with them. Um, the other piece I want to ask you about, Anil, was the, the recent news about the partnership with Marriott, because uh, I know that's very exciting for you. So can you tell the audience again, we've people listening, you know, from the US all the way down to Australia and everywhere else in between. So tell us about that partnership. Yeah, we're very, very excited about the partnership. We, we in fact, just officially sort of launched it a couple of days ago. So it's been a busy week between our uh, anniversary <laughs> of MGM Rewards and the uh, yes. launch of our Marriott partnership. And so yeah. very excited about that. Just to give you a quick context for you and your listeners around you know, how that came about. So we acquired a property in Las Vegas, actually sort of adjacent uh, next to our neighbor to the Bellagio uh, mm. called the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. We acquired that a couple of years ago. And as we sort of dug into the business a bit more detail about like how do they drive 
um, a lot of their business. And one of their key, you know, key pieces of their business was uh, through their Marriott Bonvoy partnership, which they had had for 10 years wow. uh, prior to yeah. our acquisition. And so as we mm. really dug into that partnership, we were really impressed with um, the, the type of customer that the, the Marriott Bonvoy um, member delivers to, to the property. And so Mm. Uh, we started to engage with them and talk more about, you know, how do we expand this partnership beyond the Cosmopolitan and potentially yeah. bring it across uh, our entire portfolio uh, of of properties within MGM. And so um, wow. that journey began well over a year and a half ago. Um, and yeah. Beck and I were definitely very um, early on in that in that journey. Yeah. And so as we talk through all of the the different aspects of it, because candidly, it's a lot it's a lot wider of a partnership than. A yeah. loyalty partnership. It really is fundamentally a, a distribution partnership first, where um, any Marriott Bonvoy member that can, that sort of interacts with their their digital channels or contact centers um, and are looking or interested in the Las Vegas market will soon have access to our entire um, domestic portfolio. And so, mm, um, okay. really, really uh, huge partnership. Nice. And then from a loyalty perspective. Um, you know, we've been engaged with the, the Marriott team for well over a year on, on what we want to do for our respective members. And so, yeah. um, you know, we just recently announced the fact that for MGM Rewards members, they'll mm. have the ability to effectively link their accounts to their Marriott Bonvoy account uh, yeah. or create a Marriott Bonvoy account if they don't have one. And then mm. depending on their tier status, they can tier match into, you know, elevated elevated status and get access to benefits at, yeah. uh, you know, 10,000 Marriott Bonvoy properties. So, Really, really nice benefit for our members. And then uh, coming soon later this year, um, we'll also enable both sets of members uh, to be able to transfer points back and forth between programs. And so another mm. nice amenity uh, mm. for people maybe that are trying to use uh, use their points and for at either set of properties for yeah. um, you know redeeming against their the, the cost of their trip. So yeah. really, really excited about uh, the partnership. We're literally just launched two days ago. So. Wow. Uh, we we've signed a 20 year agreement. So this is very much um, wow. a marriage and we're, we're going <laughs> to yeah. look to evolve, evolve the partnership, but uh, really, really yeah. excited about the, the potential for what it, um, that for, has for both parties. You totally blown my mind, Adil, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make sure that instead of having like one year partnerships, like I might've done in the past to move to three years. So it hadn't even occurred to, 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 to me to ask for, for a 20 year deal. So well done to both MGM resorts on uh, the two year, of course, anniversary and birthday of MGM rewards. That's a huge milestone. The extra couple of million members you casually mentioned there as well. And of course, to partner with a brand like Marriott Bonvoy, which, you know, sometimes I often think starts off as, you know, you think about sometimes, you know, competition from a brand that's that strong, but actually, yeah, everybody joining together and giving the maximum, particularly on the status side, I'm definitely a status chaser. So I think I said to, ba to Beck, I'm already, uh, you know, the, the gold on Marriott Bonvoy. So clearly I will be when MGM Resorts comes to Russell Kema. So I'm very excited. <laughs> Great. I'll be spending many, many, many more vacations uh, at Marriott Properties. And I, I've been a member for many, many years. I just haven't been uh, yeah. as active of a member as I think that we will be going forward is now being part of the part of the family. So amazing. Amazing. Well, listen, guys, we're coming to the end of today's conversation. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear, you know, how much has been achieved um, in the first three years of, you know, from concept to the whole relaunch, the replatforming, and as you've said, announcing now, moving into increased focus on everything from gamification, personalization, and the next phase of your growth. Um, from our side, of course, we'd love to have you back on Loyalty TV on a regular basis. 
uh, just to make sure that we keep our, our audience up to date on everything that you're doing. As I said, I've always admired, you know, the whole scene and how well Las Vegas does take care of its, uh, its customers. So service is always exceptional. So it's amazing to see the breadth of what you've created with this new program. So with that said, from my side, I'd love to come to, I suppose, maybe Beck, first of all, um, any closing words of wisdom, any thoughts on what the future holds um, or any shout outs you want to give either for, you know, the work you guys are doing or, yeah, just any closing thoughts. Uh, well, first, I have to give a shout out to my team, uh, the engineering team uh, yeah. and the product and design team that made this all happen. Uh, yeah, we have some uh, key leaders as well who have been extremely supportive of of the program and me mm -hmm. personally. So um, none of this is possible without that support and and that hard work from our team who mm. you know started at midnight last night to turn the program year over and and work wow. through the day. So I mean, yeah. Um, just amazing effort and uh, amazing team first, mm. um, first and foremost. Um, and then on top of that, I think this year is going to be a very transformative year for, for MGM Rewards and, and how our customers uh, experience the program. Mm. A lot of very big initiatives. Uh, one that we didn't get to mention which was integrating the Cosmopolitan Identity Program into okay. MGM rewards yeah. okay. um are happening this year as well okay. as marriott which launched yesterday so wow. um huge <laughs> progress positive yeah. progress uh, yeah. for our customers and for our company um yeah. i just couldn't be more excited for um, mgm rewards and and its future indeed it sounds like a lot done a lot more to do beck so yeah definitely exciting and busy times and anil coming to you what are your kind of closing thoughts yeah, I, well, I would echo Beck's sentiment around. I, I, I would also like to thank Beck's team and, and also thank my, my team as well for all the work that they've done. But, but candidly, like, I think one of the lessons learned for us is like this this isn't just about technology and, and the program. Like this takes an entire yeah. company both at, at the executive level support um, yeah. to do something like we've done it and also um, across a, a multitude of different departments um, to help pull off uh, an effort that we have over the last couple of years. Um, mm. I think, you know, from a from a, the perspective of the program itself, you know, in terms of like what what I would tell your um, what your listeners um, what, what they would benefit from, it's it's really listen to your members, and you know they will yeah. tell you what's wrong with your program, and they will tell you what's right with your program, and yes. uh, and how to fix it in some cases. Um, yeah. and so I just you know encourage your, your your listeners to listen to the members, and then okay. um, I, I think the other lesson in this sort of digital transformation and just overall program transformation is. You know, change is never easy, and so uh, yeah. expect that there will be friction and a roller coaster ride along the way. And, and like that, don't be surprised by that. Yeah, um, it's 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 not easy. Um, mm. And then the other piece of it is, you know, it, it takes time. As much as uh, my team yes. and Beck's team and other members of MGM obsess about the program. Um, you know, our members aren't as engaged as we are on a day to day basis with the program. Although some members are, but uh, yeah. you know, so it, it's really there has to be the patience to really continue to educate your your members yeah. and continue to get them um, engaged in the program. And so I think mm. just having having that patience, but having that really um, firm commitment on having that the educational content throughout the customer lifecycle and yeah. reinforcing benefits and reinforcing program changes and all that. Um, all critical things. But I mean, just to close, I think we're really, really excited, as, as Beck mentioned, about what lies ahead for the program and what mm. we 
what we can offer. I mean, we have an amazing portfolio of experiences and really connecting that even more so with the program. Mm -hmm. I think uh, we're just in the early, early innings of that once we really start to dive into, um, again, some of the personalization and gamification capabilities that that we're going to really turn on and, and, and full force this year and next. Yeah. But I appreciate, appreciate the opportunity to speak with your audience. Indeed, absolutely. Well, plenty of passion, plenty of opportunity, plenty of ambition. So really well done, guys. So Anil Mansakhani and Beck Sundquist, thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty and Loyalty TV. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. This show is sponsored by Wise Marketeer Group, publisher of The Wise Marketeer, the premier digital customer loyalty marketing resource for industry-relevant news, insights, and research. Wise Marketeer Group also offers loyalty education and training globally through its Loyalty Academy, which has certified nearly 900 marketeers and executives in 49 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For global coverage of customer engagement and loyalty, check out thewisemarketeer.com and become a wiser marketeer or subscriber. Learn more about global loyalty education for individuals or corporate training programs at loyaltyacademy.org. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.